Welcome to Testimony, a musician story. Heard at TestimonyStories.com and narrated by myself, Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music. Let's get started. To God over money fans, he is known as Bumps Inf. But his family and friends know him as Mark James. Mark was born in Cleveland, Ohio on February 10th, 1985. He has an older sister and was primarily raised by his mom. He knows who his dad is, but doesn't have a relationship with him. When Mark was 12, his mom remarried. But there is another guy Mark considers to be his father. Who would have known? Big Mike, you would OD. Here we are two weeks later, burying your mom for the same thing. Dang, bills are just stacking. Funeral costs, but I feel this reaction to go and just get it by any means, especially when I think how your children is lacking. What would it look like if I started making this money illegally? Yeah, I would profit, but I would be just disregarded with Jesus think. Plus, I don't like my chance. I don't like my chance. Got fam in the system. Got fam in the system. So I stand in the gap and I pray that the only big man will forgive him in the land. But we're given a plan, but no one I understand it. To the stand, it has to be risen. Hold fast to his wisdom and the facts that he's written. Instead of running forever on the hand that's been given, huh? When we finna wake up, when we finna wake up. Put God over revenue. God over revenue. Uh, Cause you go and do that. Do that. Guarantee you that what you never lose. It profit a man to gain the world. Lose his soul. It's kind of strange because the person who actually is like my father is um, the person that my mom was with when I was born, um, who she was married to. And um, they weren't married for very long, maybe like for like a couple of years. And then uh, when they split, he actually um, just like kept getting me on weekends and stuff. So it's, it's kind of like a strange dynamic. But like to this day, like that's what I have. Like a, that's what I call my dad. And, you know. It's it's just like you know, you know, different. Because I have actually I have four children now. I have five, but four biologically. I I adopted my wife's daughter, and um, I don't know like he doesn't probably understand like the magnitude of what he did, but like how much that played a part in what I did, you know. And, and hopes that when you know she would look at me like how I would look at her. Mark didn't grow up knowing Jesus. But before his grandma passed away, she made sure young Mark was introduced to him. They say you don't appreciate something good till that something good is gone. No consolation there. Better off left upon my own. Through these trials, through these trials, tribulation, yeah, I've been a little overwhelmed. In my nature, I cry for my savior, I groan for help. I know myself, but if your God is good, when you go through all this pain, with a Bible degree provided for me, these things I can't explain. Frustrated with God, looking for ways to escape this facade. Taking this ride, when I try to dictate his ways for my life, I'm really just taking this job, so I go Me. 
ask me That's fuel to the five, to the five Causing you to move for the progress During these tests Gotta learn just to endure to the stress Brain feeling like a scrambled egg Gotta fight this urge to regress Bills high, real high Stacked on the table from the last month And pay it though, only way to go I've been trying to save dough to get back up But it's like this cycle that I'm just lost in Is it my coffin? Is it something that we are in? I don't really know but I feel exhausted Lord, I remember uh, my grandmother before she passed away. I sh- she shared a room with me. Um, you know, we were taking care of her or whatever. And I remember uh, she actually gave me my first Bible as a kid. It was like a picture Bible or whatever. So that was kind of like my first exposure, I should say, to you know, like I don't know if you want to call it Christianity. Mark grew up in the projects of Cleveland. Being the only white kid in his group of friends made him the minority. But he wasn't treated as such, nor did he feel like an outsider. Once he got to high school, Mark's family did what every kid dreads. They moved. His family moved to the suburbs, and it proved to be a difficult transition. It was really rough. It really was. Um, it actually um, it played a—I talk about it a little bit on— um, from my society, I'm kind of share like you know my experience, but you know you grow up. I don't know. You just accustomed to one way of living, and um, you know I, I I thought it would be like I don't know like when I when, when we did it, I thought it'd be a lot smoother. It would go like it, it was a lot harder of a transition, I think, especially being like as a, as a young kid too. Like high school, I thought it would be different, you know, and it wasn't. Like we were so I guess we were behind in school as far as in comparison to like the, um, the suburb kids. So there was like an academic adjustment I really struggled with. Um, there was like a, a social dynamic to it. Like, you know, at the time it was probably like one of the more popular kids in school, you know, known and stuff like that. And then when I moved out to the suburbs, it was like, you know, I was kind of looked at like in a, you know, who's this like white kid who thinks he's black type of thing or whatever, you know what I mean? And, Kind of like that's what I talked about in, in the Shambhai Society songs. Like up, up to that point, like I'd never had a white friend in my life. Like I didn't. So I, it was like there, it, there was like a sort of like a like a like a social rejection, you know. And then on top of like the academic thing, it was it was a pretty hard adjustment. I look in the face of my son and reminisce about the days I was young and can't help but think about Cleveland, the place it begun. <laughs> We wasn't thinking about escaping the slum, and this was home. We ain't know another way it was done. Jay, remember that time when D went off Cheddar Bob before school and he shot himself with that BB gun? It's things like that that'll make me laugh today. Getting old's a part of life. I'm kind of just sad we changed. Bruce, I miss you. I swear that we lost you way too soon. I was in disbelief as they lowered your casket down. I was sobbing in the backseat of Malia's car I had a crush on your sister Monique, just ask around She was older, but good lord, she was Puerto Rican And anybody that really knows me knows that's my weakness But Jay, you beat me to it Remember this was cool, we watched them Anwar tapes Every day before we went to hoop And we would never sleep, our sleeping habits were just reckless We laid it down around when Burger King would serve us breakfast And wait, remember this? That one bottle of Aftershock Mama had forgot that she ain't keep the cabinets locked We would sneak and grab a shot Mess around and laugh a lot We would freestyle and tape recorded on that Magnavox Can't believe that Max got locked None of us had had a pops But we had each other And we brothers to the casket drop 
Like what you're hearing so far? Check us out at TestimonyStories.com. That's TestimonyStories.com. Where you can hear content for you and about you. Everyone has a testimony. Everyone has a testimony. And we want to hear yours. Tell us how God has transformed your life. Each month, we will select a person to highlight and interview. Find out more at TestimonyStories.com. Testimony. Testimony. Where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Now back to Bumps Imps. Testimony, a musician story. For you with the braces and you who wasn't cool enough. No one would ever just come and sit next to you at lunch. But school is tough, emotional rejection is what you probably felt when you're not socially accepted. And I'll be mad because the culture and its message tells them if they don't got it, catapult to some dead quick no. And as believers, we're so prone to be infected. And if I don't know so and so, I'm not showing up on your guest list. We just don't realize how psychologically fragile. People are, we don't see they heart, just a mask smile We see delinquents and write them off like a bad child Not knowing we contribute to making them that In addition to being academically behind And dealing with social rejection Unbeknownst to Mark His mom and stepdad were struggling with substance abuse Smoking crack and popping pills were their drugs of choice Kids are resilient, like, you don't know anything other than your experience as a kid. I don't, you know what I mean? Like adults, we tend to look at kids and we see them in these rough situations and we, we look at them like with compassion and empathy and stuff like that. And, you know, cause we know better. We know like, they're like, most kids don't really, I don't think kids can be naive, but you know, I like to say that they're more resilient. They just like, they tend to make the best of what they, what's in front of them. I don't know. I was just kind of like, I was pretty happy with, with the way I was living. And now in hindsight, I look back and, you know, at, at some of the stuff that I saw and experienced. And like, now that I know, like, you know, tendencies and habits of uh, drug users and things like that, like I could kind of, it, it makes sense now. But at the time, I was just like, you know, I didn't, I didn't know. You know, my mom, I remember like, she was sleeping a lot, a lot. And she was like, she struggled holding down jobs and stuff like that. So, you know, at the time I didn't really... You know, I don't really realize that, you know, it's probably directly correlated with the, you know, the drug use and stuff. I see this machine that is bigger than me. I can't do it. All alone, but this is my dream. I can't lose it. Babylon must fall to the sword. Yep, so we all in the Lord. I see a machine that is bigger than me. I can't do it. All alone, but this is my dream. I can't lose it. Babylon must fall to the sword. Yep, so we all in the Lord. Right after high school, Bumps got his first wife pregnant and married her. He was 19. A few years into their marriage, Bumps got saved. Eventually, his relationship with God affected his marriage. Um, I, don't, I think like immediately, it probably wasn't like, it wasn't, it didn't affect it that much. I think longer term, it probably did. Like, you know, the effects of like, you know, our lifestyle differences and desires and stuff. Um, because she wasn't, but there was this kind of like, I guess like a, 
mutual, like, I would say respect, but you know what I mean? It wasn't like a a problem to the point where it was like, you know, it would, it was, you know, cause for like a, a swift divorce or whatever. Like, I right, we, we're not on the same page no more type of thing. I actually think it, it held my marriage together for as long as it did, you know, not to take all the credit for the marriage staying together, but, you know, obviously I was a completely different person, you know, you know, just radically changed. And I was more determined to like be, uh, you know, a good husband, a godly husband, leave my family. Wish I could find the words to say to communicate my hurts and pains, but until then, I just put my pain in the paragraphs. My pain in paragraphs. I tell you, but it hurts to say, so I came up with the perfect way. If you don't mind, I just put my pain in the paragraphs. Bumps stayed in the marriage for five years after he got saved. They were married for almost eight years. The couple had three children together. Bumps has full custody of his three kids. Uh, see, I had that argument with my wife and I took that ring up off of my finger. Like I'm trying to call it quits on sight. And what was next? The stars aligned. I swear Satan had this all orchestrated. Perfect chance for me to wreck my life. In my sight was this gorgeous lady. Guess what? She still wanted me to take her, but the spirits in me fighting, saying bumps look to the savior. So I did it, so I did it. I'm headed for that exit. I grab my keys and I bounce, preserved by the grace of God when I'm tested. Whoa. Even to this day, like, I think she knows that I'm the, I'm the better parent, but the kids are better with me. You know, um, I, I think that my divorce had little to do with me and more to do with, I guess, her desire to just live, you know, carefree type of thing. Prior to our divorce, she had got a part-time job at a, at a bar serving, I think she was, she started doing little bartending and stuff like that. And, um, I think she just fell in love with that lifestyle. You know, we got young, or we got married so young. She uh, maybe there were certain things she felt like she she was missing out on or had missed out on. So, you know, she was exposed to that certain lifestyle, and that's how she wanted to live. You know what I mean? And obviously, she couldn't do that by her taking the kid. You know, especially as a believer, it's like I didn't want the divorce. You know what I'm saying? So it was like I, I'm not, I'm not gonna just. I, 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 you know, it got to a point to where it's like, I'm, I wasn't going to make it difficult. You know what I mean? It was clear that she was, you know, leaving and that's what she wanted. So like, I kind of cooperated. Like my divorce went super smooth. Like, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, the paperwork was filed and it was done within like six weeks. The court system didn't make it easy for this young, determined and able father to care for his kids 100% of the time. The woman is obviously, you know, they, they have, to get custody or whatever, but um, I was willing to fight. You know what I mean? I knew I was a good father, and I had no part in the divorce. I was I didn't want to break the home up. You know what I mean? Especially like growing up in the home I did. You know, like that was still something I was I was proud of. You know what I mean? Like I had my children, like had their mom and dad in the home, and you know what I mean? Like even though it probably wasn't the most healthiest environment, um, it wasn't. You know, it was a lot better than probably so many kids. You know, have to have to experience because um, I know obviously there's there's a lot of benefits to having a mom and a dad in the home but you know I told her like hey I'm going to fight for this so to speak and she was like I'm not going to fight back basically even have the custody and uh, even the judge and the magistrate and stuff that did the divorce like there you can tell like they almost looked at our paperwork like there was something that was like a mistake you know 
I'm like, you know, like, are you sure you do you realize what you're doing, man? You know what I mean? Type of thing, which that was difficult for me to hear. Cause it's like, you know, this woman is willingly giving the custody to me as their father. You know what I mean? Like, they almost it was almost like they were trying to like talk her out of the decision testimony testimony where christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music take a journey into the minds of today's top christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past their faith and their music in ways you've never heard before put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Connect with Testimony and Musician Story through social media. Find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more at TestimonyStories.com. What's up, everybody? This is your brother, Bumps. You are listening to Testimony and Musician Story. Keep it live. Really, all I know is I started poking random bras and yo, my thoughts were hoping that I would fill a void and still destroy these darkened moments. But that was like me trying to ride a bike across the ocean. I know you sensed it because my texts were coming less and less. It's only friendship, but in order to progress, I guess I nevertheless confess I told you everything and I know that it hurt you Cause when I'm holding you chest to chest Your heart beats to a rhythm that says I love you But no need to rush, but no need to rush I am afraid that I'd crush you And I refuse to move too soon and let this slip Avoid repeating all of the cheating our exes did The pain and hurt, pain and hurt gotta make it worse Bumps remarried the sister of his childhood friend they were both going through a divorce at the same time. At that time, she had a baby girl Bumps adopted. And together the couple have a baby boy. So if you're doing the math properly, that's five kids total the couple is raising. Yeah, but baby, we got time left. You're the one I think about, relieving out my mind stress. Mentally a scenic route, cause she's a child that God bless. Oh, you don't believe me now, are we allowed to digress? Nah. Still enjoying this run. Don't need friends with benefits when you got employment with some. <laughs> we slipped, but then I quickly told you my conviction that I'm a Christian on a search to go and find a princess. My last one, I swear I thought I was forced to take it. So the next one, I let my father just orchestrate it. Okay. So let's go back to how Bumps got saved. In 2005, he had a friend he played basketball with who recently had gotten saved. Dude would share the gospel with Bumps on the court. But at the same time, the truth played a major part in his testimony as well. You could have murdered me and you would have every right to do it. You give me mercy when my actions prove that I am foolish. When people cheat on each other, they say they not in love. Shoot, we do that every day to the God above. We say that we love love. Our actions contradict this. No homie, I ain't judging. Your boy is optimistic. Okay, let's begin. When I got most professors then his name was Paul. When he came to God, he wrote most of that New Testament. 13 letters to be exact, but his flesh never seen no rest. He was just like you, but he still got you. My God, so keep pressing in. Homie, I'm safe and sound because of the one my face around. Where my cinema mistakes are found, I'm so grateful your grace abounds. Sins 
a hindrance But in light of his sovereignty You gotta think that I got it He had took an account of things He didn't save you with contingencies Like I know you're in the flesh But if you don't deal with it I'm physically It's crazy is I actually got to tell him this last night. I ran into him and I'm like, I feel obligated because like, you know, so many people have asked me about that now in like interviews. But uh yeah, so this is like two thousand five. Um I was staying in a like a one bedroom apartment, you know, with my my wife at the time and my daughter and uh my car stereo got stolen from my car and uh I, I don't even remember like how we got there, like what I, I had a I had a tape player in in my trunk, so I I remember installing you. But ironically, found this tape on the ground in the parking lot, and it was uh, the truth, the moment of truth. Um, so that was like what I had to listen to for like a month or so. But that was during the time like where God started doing things and orchestrating things in my life. Like that was that would obviously direct lead me to, to Him. Bump started writing raps when he was in the sixth grade. As a teen, he and his friends would jokingly diss each other through rap. Bumps had an acne problem, and during one of their sessions, his friends jokingly called him Bumps Infinite. And because he doesn't take himself too seriously, he let the name stick. For most of his rap life, he was in a group called The Others. After some time, Bumps Inf went solo. One day, he participated in a competition Bizzle, rapper and president of God Over Money, held. Bumps won and got to feature on a Bizzle song. They built a strong friendship, and Bumps did several features with Bizzle after that. So when Bizzle approached him about signing with God Over Money, Bumps was confident that it was God sent and has been with God Over Money ever since. Hey. It's that God over money game. A new year is here, but it's clear that ain't nothing changed. <laughs> we don't mind that you're unashamed. We're one the same, but if you don't mind, we'll run in another lane. Yeah. I'm from the place where getting love is strange. Still be placed no man above his name. When I fall to the alcohol, still numb the pain. From my decision, my head is forced to be hung in shame. I ain't been sleeping, I'm really beating a zombie. Stressing over less what depression's creeping inside me I guess it's just a test but it stretch me in my depths Plus I know that all this pain is just weakness leaving the body Yeah, well that's what they say at least Feel like I'm in a cell being held by some fake police Cause I know they don't got authority over me I just gotta control this thing and then pray that I shake this beast What if I don't, you'll see my face deceased Cause I couldn't find or take an escape for peace no, I made more than a few mistakes this week. I never anticipated me digging my grave this deep. But as I'm spiraling further down, I am quietly reminded and assured of how you would send your son when the virgin would birth the child. The laws of nature that you created would turn and bow. And have to listen. The lamb is risen for the tax division and all of the sacrilegious. Ask forgiveness. 
your past is distant. A clean slate seemed great, but it has been given. Yeah. The reality that you have in the son of man. I'm on my hands and feet, but I need to reach up and grab the hem of his garment, or at least I could touch his hand. I'm crimson and scarlet. I am just a disgusting man. Testimony. Story. Testimony. Where Christian hip hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Everyone has a testimony, and we want to hear yours. Tell us how God has transformed your life. Each month, we will select a person to highlight and interview. Find out more at TestimonyStories.com. Testimony. Download the podcast of Testimony and Musician Story on iTunes. Find out how at TestimonyStories.com. A Musician's Story. Bumps Imp recently dropped his album, Man vs. Machine. All the money and the fame, you can't take that When you go, when you go, oh yeah That's why I give up all I got Give up, give up all I got Give up all I got Give up, give up all I got That's why I give up all I got Give up, give up all I got Give up all I got Give up, give up all I got Yeah, 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 yeah kind of into more like twofold, but the gist of it was like us, like collectively as the body kind of versus this, uh, this idea I had of this thing I call a machine, which is like basically anything that's like detrimental to, I think God's agenda or, or anything that lacks life and vitality, um, whether it be, you know, a mindset or the way we think, uh, you know, our doctrines that we have as, as believers, our, our businesses, um, you know, these institutions that we set up, uh, anything, you know, it, could, it really could be anything. So it's like, and then on a more personal level, it's just kind of like, you know, you as an individual versus and the struggle you have with this thing, you know, which, you know, I guess the easy way to explain it would be like, you know, the flesh or the devil or, you know, it's kind of like the same story that's been told a thousand times with Christian hip hop. It's like, because it's, you know, such a large part of our walk, you know, it's like us versus all these things that we're like bombarded with and temptation or uh, to, you know, tempted with all these things that kind of like, you know, are a part of the natural man, so to speak, that things that kind of like hostile to God. You're going to come in like, right? Huh? I feel yeah. like Daniel in the lion's den, huh? patiently waiting, faced with mistaken. I'm alienated all in the sight of men. But I got this heightened sense to rely on him. How can I pretend I simply chose a side? Either David or Goliath's men. Who will make a man choose a slingshot over a sword today? Huh? I'd say the one who swings it is the more important thing. But the more I pray for the Lord to shape me for that important day when I Organs play and I'm all got late in my corpse to care what the Lord is saying. Well done, my faithful son. This rest will better suit you. Will he say depart from me because I never knew you? Well, the answer's crucial, cause whenever the cancer choose you, alive in the doctor describes the terminal chance to lose you. In the fifth stage, and it cuts deeper than switchblades to a ribcage. I've been singing, I got a disdain for this here game. But the kid's aim is to spit flames with his name on display and make a swift change in a shift main for the big gang. So how does Bumps manage to raise five kids, 
work full time, and write and record rhymes. You know what's crazy is, is uh, from my job, I get to drive a lot. I'm constantly driving to like accounts that I write probably 97% of my music while driving. And it's been like that for years. So that it's that, I guess I do some serious multitasking. So like, I'm constantly like writing in the car, thinking of things, you know, I'm like the guy who's like, I'm at the dinner with people and I'm like spaced out thinking of rhymes and then I'm like punching them in on my phone. <laughs> so normally like what I'll do is like, uh, after the stuff is wrote, you know, either like wait for the kids to get home and then, uh, you know, run downstairs and record. Um, or just like, you know, if I say my wife is cooking or the kids are like occupied, like doing homework or something like that, you know, I just try to like, you know, you just gotta be, I gotta pick my spots basically, you know, where I, where I get to record. A lot of artists get to, you know, go to the studio and, you know, just brainstorm with engineers and producers and like kind of like that, the creative process. But, you know, mine is like so different the way the way I have to work. But, uh, you know, God, God allows me to do it and get it done. I'm just saying the road we paved and it could have been smoother how we waited. Realistically, it's impossible calculating Counting the cost of a situation before you face it So in that estimation, I have no regrets but patience Then both of us would have more attainable expectations We were both previously married to other people I kept bugging your sister, I told her I'd love to meet you The way we met, wish the circumstances were different <laughs> I'm sure you had something more romantic in vision, but... Despite the fact in the manner we did it I'm glad that I got the chance to pursue your hand I admit it, I wouldn't take nothing back I adopted your daughter I am the only man that she's ever known as a father But I got the custody of Thank you for listening to Testimony, a musician's story To hear this episode again, as well as past episodes Visit TestimonyStories.com Until next time, I'm Brown Theory The music lover constantly seeking positive music It's what we make it and we make it a family Blood is thicker than water Love I give to your daughter You give to my children too We love each other regardless Listen, it's not the biological things that's attaching me It's what we make it And we make it a family